Hey, Camp Kids. Welcome back to the Camp Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you're currently in your camp experience or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. Today, I'm talking about a heavy subject about dealing with conflict. I'm not going to lie. These tools that I'm going to bring for you are not only helpful in the camp experience, but really universal themes that you can take wherever you go. I am going to shed some light on things that are specific to the camp experience, but I do hope that you take this and figure out how you can apply these concepts into your everyday life. Dealing with conflict is not ideal, but it is going to happen. The younger that we are, the harder that it seems, the more older that we get, the more easier it becomes. So this is really me having a conversation with my 19, 20 year old self in hopes that some of you who are out there that that might be in the same situation, haven't had a lot of experience dealing with conflict, will find this useful. So let's first just put it out all out on the table and say that conflict is going to happen and it's going to happen before you're ready for it. It could even happen in that honeymoon stage of you just getting back to camp in the summer. You are in very close proximity with the other people around you. When you go through the camp experience, you experience the high of the high emotions, which means you're also going to experience the low of the low emotions too. They don't necessarily tell you that when you're getting ready to go into a camp experience, that you're going to experience it all. And that is totally okay and a part of the camp experience itself. Camp experiences are very personal. So when things don't go as planned, people tend to take everything very personally, even though it could have been a weather issue or could have been a staffing issue, something that is completely outside of somebody's control. They will take it very personally, which makes motions run high, which makes conflict. Also, when you're in a place like in the camp environment or in the outdoor environment where there's a lot of risk going on, There's a lot of things that could go wrong just because you're in a high-risk environment. So this brings you to places unlike that you would see in the outside world. When you're thinking of a time in the past time that you've had a conflict, keep those things in your mind. Camp is a breeding ground for conflict. It's going to happen, and we need to talk about the tools of dealing with it. So when someone brings a conflict to you, realize that the conflict is actually more about them than it is about you. I'm going to say that again. When someone comes to you with a conflict that has to do with you, it's more about them than it is about you. It's something that either you have participated in or you have done that has gone against their will. Not necessarily something that you have done wrong. Could be, but also more times than likely not, also it couldn't be. Talk through it with them, but try not to gossip. The first thing that you're going to want to do when someone brings up conflict to you is to go off and to go tell another camp friend, oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe what just happened. Talk through it with the person who brought it to you first and then give it a cooling off period. Try not to gossip with other people because how you're going to make the situation worse is by going off and telling other people about the conversation that you just had. Once again, I realize easier said than done, but sometimes if you hear it more than once, it might actually stick through. Look at it through their perspective, which is the ultimate hardest thing to do when someone is coming at you bringing you conflict. Take a break from it and then look back at it through their perspective. See if there's something that you're missing. Habit five of the seven habits of highly effective people is seek first to understand than to be understood. A very hard habit to practice. It more deals with the outer success than more of the inner success. However, it's very beneficial when you're dealing with conflict. 
So those are my tricks on if someone brings conflict to you, how you can deal with it in the moment. Now, let's say that you're experiencing conflict with somebody else. Before you go to your boss, a couple of things that you should keep in mind. You should absolutely bring it up to the person of conflict. Yes, this is facing conflict head on. Yes, this is super uncomfortable. Yes, if you don't have a lot of experience doing this, it is super intimidating. But you owe it to the other person before you jump up to your boss to talk about an issue that is going on. Even if it's a personnel or a policy issue, you owe it to that person to bring it up as the coworker, as their equal, to tell them that what you're seeing is conflict. Now, when you're doing this, you really want to make sure that you're explaining why. You're bringing it back to that policy or procedure that what they're doing is infringing upon. If they're just doing something that you don't like, think twice about going to them because CAM can be done in so many different ways. Oftentimes when I reflect upon my camp experience in my younger years, there was a lot of conflict around things that really truly didn't matter. They were a conflict of preference, not a conflict of policy. So if you're dealing with conflict and you're angry at someone for doing something, realize in that moment, are you angry because it's something that they didn't meet your expectations in some way, or are they actually breaking a policy or procedure? If they're breaking a policy or procedure, go back to your handbook, find that policy or procedure, and bring it up to them. Even bring that handbook if you need to. Oftentimes, if it's a policy or procedure thing, you don't need to do this. You just need to bring it up and it will resolve itself. Now, if it is something of personal preference, but it is a safety issue. I have been in those situations before. It's a personal preference, but it's also a safety issue. Not necessarily a specific policy or procedure, but it's what's most safe for the campers. Come up with two or three two or three things that you both can do either separately or together that's going to help solve this problem. My preference is three because the next step after this is to go to your boss if those things aren't done and you've got to have show that you've got a system in place. There are things that you've tried and have not succeeded. So come up with those things together or already bring those things to the table. My advice, already have two things to bring to the table. Let them come up with two or three things on their own as well and implement those things what you've come up with together. After that, then you follow the chain of command. Most camps have a chain of command in place so that you're not bombarding the camp director or the camp administrator with every little conflict. I can tell you from experience as a camp administrator, there were many things that I had dealt with that I wish had gone up the chain of command. With that being said, if there's a unit leader or a counselor head or a head counselor, go to that person first after you've had the conversation with the person of conflict. There's no reason to jump ship. I can't tell you how many times I have been frustrated as a teacher, as a camp person, and as a professional just when someone could have come to me and didn't feel comfortable coming to me and went it over my head because it could have been solved with us. And I'll tell you what, it says more about you as a person if you jump that ship and jump that chain of command instead of going to the next person in line. So check your handbook once again. See who that next person up in the chain of command is. If there's a lead person, go to that person first before you go to your boss. Now, the only reason you would break that exception is if that person is in charge themselves. 
If they are that lead counselor, if they are that person of in charge, that next point person, then obviously you're going to jump and go up to the next boss in the chain of command. So when you're meeting with your boss, make sure to ask to schedule separate time. Don't drop it on them in that moment. Don't say, hey, do you have a second to talk and then dump it on them. Schedule a separate time. The reason I'm asking you to do this is because even though you might have taken time to cool off in that moment, as soon as you bring it up out of your mouth, hey, do you have a second to talk? You've already heightened your emotions quite a bit. So I'm saying take time to cool off. Schedule time so that you have an even more of a buffer time to cool off. Because at this point, you've already brought up the conflict to the person of interest. You've already exercised those two or three things that you had brainstormed together that were going to work and now have failed. You're going to need plenty of time to have a level head to have this conversation. Even if your boss persists to have that conversation right then, right now, go ahead and explain to them, I would like more time to cool off from the situation so that I can bring it to you with a level head and get all emotions out of it. Which is my next point to bring up. Be straightforward. Keep emotions out of it. This might take you having to write it down and then scratching out all of the specific spots where you brought your emotions into it instead of writing out the facts. This happens a lot on my side in the educational world when I'm having to write a student up for a behavior that they did that was against our policy, that broke our behavior policy. Oftentimes in those moments, you let the emotions get the better of you and you put things in there that actually are more persuasive and not actually the facts. Write it out, take out all emotion out of it, and just write down the facts so that you're ready to present that to your boss. Next, tell them the two or three things that you both brainstormed together to try and appease the situation. Now, the only exception to this is if it's a policy procedure. I might say, instead of the brainstorming aspect, I might say, hey, I talked to this person two or three times about breaking this policy, and it's still continuously going on. That would be the only substitution here instead of the brainstorming aspect. Ask for help. Don't just dump the question on them. What administrators and camp directors want to see is that you're taking initiative and that you are doing everything that you possibly can to solve this situation. If you just dump the problem on them, that is something that they could bring up in the mid-season evaluation or an end-of-the-year evaluation saying that you have trouble dealing with conflict. And that's the last thing that you want is for someone to say that you have trouble dealing with it after you've already gone through these steps to try and make it better. You want to already go ahead and ask for help. Say, I'm ready to brainstorm a solution with you. You don't just want to dump the problem on them and be like, here's the problem. What do we do? You want to already be proactive in helping solve that problem. And then if possible, sit there with them and brainstorm a solution together. Once again, if it's a policy or procedure thing that clearly states you cannot do this, there's not a lot of arguing that goes with that. Sometimes it's just bringing it to their attention. Hey, by the way, so-and-so broke this policy and procedure. I brought it up two or three times. I wanted to let you know. Could be as simple of a conversation of that. Oftentimes, that's not the case. Oftentimes, there's a lot of emotions and personal issues that deal with it, which isn't just a specific policy or procedure. Oftentimes, it's going to take both of you going in with your boss and sitting down and having a conversation, which I understand is super uncomfortable. However, if you've gotten to this point where already you have to talk with your boss, that might be the next step of the solution is you and that person sitting down with your boss having a conversation to be able to brainstorm what's going on. Now, 
after you've had a conversation with your boss and or the other person of conflict, leave the conversation in the conversation. I'm going to say that again. Leave the conversation in that conversation. Do not speak of it again outside of those doors. Unless the problem persists and your boss is not handling the issue. In fact, I don't even think I have seen at all where conflict has risen to this level where you have talked with the person of conflict, you have talked with your boss and the other person of conflict to where you need to involve your boss's boss or some executive director at this point in time. If that's the case, oh my goodness, maybe you should consider where you are working at this point in time because I have never had yet to experience that in my camp experience or in my professional experience. If that's the case, then that's a really big red flag. However, that is less than 1% of each of the conflicts that are probably out there. With all of that being said, leave the conversation at the door. Do not gossip about it. Do not talk to other people about it. And where I see this really happening is people wanting to just let other people know, hey, by the way, we had this conversation, but we dealt with it. That's still gossiping. Leave it at the door. You don't need to have this conversation again unless the conflict arises again. Those are my tips and tricks with dealing with conflict at camp. These are universal steps that you can apply into everyday life. If there's a specific conflict that you're having trouble dealing with or that you've had trouble dealing with in the past at camp, let me know. I would love to be able to help you through it or to be able to share it with others so that they know what to do if they arise with conflict at camp. All right, camp kids, that was my episode with dealing with conflict at camp. If you liked what you're hearing today, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Let's keep our Camp Kids community growing by spreading it to others who are also a part of the camp community. Please leave us a rating or review, preferably a five-star rating so that others can also find our podcast. I'll have another interview for you next week, but remember that this is good night and not goodbye.